Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Hey there, friend. I am so glad that you're hanging out with me today. I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you are sharing your time with me and making me a part of your day. Podcasts have helped me a lot over the past year. There's just something about having someone's voice in your ears that has made the isolation from the pandemic a little less for me. From Brene Brown's Daring to Lead to Rob Lowe's Literally, I have enjoyed hanging out with all kinds of fun people and interesting people throughout the pandemic. I hope that in the middle of it has been that for you too, a place to hang out for a few minutes and be encouraged by a familiar, friendly voice. I don't know about you, but I have been impacted by the pandemic in some unexpected ways, and it's been interesting to hear how my family and friends have been impacted by it as well. There are so many different responses. It's been hard for everyone, and I have to say, I think our teens have suffered tremendously. The loneliness and separation from their social groups has been particularly difficult. In fact, I would say that teens are one of the social groups hit the hardest by loneliness during this time. So it's not news that we're all experiencing isolation and loneliness during the pandemic. My question for you today is, how is it truly affecting our teens? Now, I'm asking this at a time when life is starting to kind of shift back to, I would call it a new normal. Some places have businesses and other places that are opening up for the first time since the whole thing started. Other places are still in lockdown. So we're all kind of in a a different spot, but we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And because of that, I think we have a little bit more bandwidth and ability to step back and have a little bit more perspective on how this has all affected us. So again, my question is, how has it truly affected our teens? How is it continuing to affect them? Now, developmentally, we know that social networks are crucial for our teens. And who am I kidding? They're important for all of us, right? Which means that it can be a challenge to be there for our teens right now, because we're experiencing isolation and loneliness as well. In fact, in one article that I looked at, and I've shared this in the show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP120, half of the adults that were polled said that their mental health has suffered through the pandemic. Half. That is a lot. So here we are trying to manage all our responsibilities while we're experiencing the same struggles as our teens. And as the adults, we're responsible for a lot of things that have to happen regardless of how we feel. And when we only have a limited amount of bandwidth, everything but the essentials gets pushed aside. 
We focus on the work that we have to do as teachers and or as parents, the lesson planning and meal planning, the administrative tasks, cleaning classrooms and cleaning bathrooms, so forth and so on. Now, this doesn't mean we don't care about our teens. In fact, I think it's a facet of actually caring for them in the physical sense. But taking care of all the external things can distract us from attending to their internal emotional needs. Please know that I am talking about this as much for me as I am for you. With all that has happened over the past year, I know I've gone through seasons, whether it's days, weeks, or even months, where it has felt like all I can do is keep up with keeping groceries in the fridge and the kitchen clean, and even that was iffy sometimes. And what I know about my teens, and yours too, I'm betting, is that even though it can feel challenging and some days even impossible to show up for them, we do need to check in on them. And what I've found is that the more authentic and open I can be with my teens, the better it is for all of us. Maybe you've been an open book with your teens always, but until the pandemic, I didn't realize how much I actually kept buttoned up around my teens. There were struggles I faced or challenges, and I often didn't really bother them, quote unquote, bother them about those things. But with the pandemic, not only have we all been up underneath each other here at home, but I also haven't had the bandwidth to keep things compartmentalized, which probably wasn't that healthy to begin with. So yay me for personal growth, I guess. <laughs> Anywho, warts and all, it is imperative that we check in with our teens. And here's why. One study that I looked at indicates that teens and young adults are among the hardest hit by the pandemic socially. And that is sobering, especially when you consider that 70% of teens surveyed before the pandemic felt that anxiety and depression were major problems for people of their age in their communities where they live. And I have links to all those articles in my show notes. Again, um, theishgirl.com forward slash EP120. Now, I would say the pandemic has exacerbated this problem of experiencing anxiety and depression, because at just the time when teens are supposed to be branching out in independence, they've been socially distanced from their peers and growth opportunities. Now is the time when they're supposed to be experiencing new jobs and friends and experiences and environments. And this isn't even talking about the college kids that we have who have gone away to school for the first time during a pandemic forced to live in isolation in a completely new environment. So it really is problematic. And from a medical perspective, those at particular risk are those with existing behavioral or emotional disorders or kids who have trouble interacting socially or those who have a history of depression and anxiety. So the question is, what can we do? This episode is sponsored by the Meaningful Mentor book database subscription. As a former middle school teacher and parent of two, I know it is not easy to forge connection with teens, but I've discovered a simple secret, books. They can be a powerful catalyst for building relationships with your teens. That is where I have you covered, my friend. I've created the Meaningful Mentor book database to help you open the door to meaningful conversations. Want to know more? Head to theishgirl.com to discover all the details of this one-of-a-kind subscription. 
Whether you are a parent of a teen or a teacher or potentially both, communication is key. This quote from a WebMD article puts it well. One of the most important things for parents to do is keep lines of communication open. Ask their teen how they're doing and create the space for them to speak honestly so they can provide help when needed. But how do you do that? I would say if you're a teacher, do not underestimate the power of your classroom community. Slow things down with the curriculum and spend time having important conversations with your students and offer them choices for ways to express their concerns, whether it's using small groups or meeting with them one-on-one or having journaling time. Now, I've always been a journaler and truly that's been one of the things that has helped me make it through the pandemic thus far. Um, I have several really great notebooks that are personalized that make me super happy. If you have been with me for a while, you guys know I am a freak about fun school supplies. Anyway, journaling for me is very cathartic and I think it can be that way for kids too, but it doesn't have to be limited to a pen and paper. And our, our kids know this better than anybody else. You can use an app on your phone like Notes or you can do it in a web browser or just keep a file Doogie Hauser style on the computer. But whatever it is, somehow getting what's in your head out either on written paper or into a device can be super, super helpful. I cannot recommend it enough. And if you're not sure what to write about, then I would just say start with something simple like write down five things that you're grateful for or just five things that have happened during the day or five emotions that you've experienced. Whatever it is, just getting yourself started in, in the habit of it, again, is super powerful. Okay, now I'll get off of my journaling soapbox. Okay, and then also... As a parent, I would say prioritize important conversations with your kids. These big conversations don't just happen and you don't want to wait until they're urgent. You have to be intentional about bringing them up. And then I would say the biggest thing for parents and teachers is what I was talking about before, being vulnerable with them. Let them see that you're struggling too. You want the amount and depth that you share with them, of course, to be age appropriate, but let them share their coping strategies with you. Try to cultivate a we're in this together vibe and be honest with them. Often sharing your own struggles is a great way to start a conversation and make it okay for them to share theirs. Now, you might be saying, that's great, Amy, but my kids or students don't talk to me. Now, I understand that completely, and here is something that I have found to be a great springboard for these kinds of conversations, and I think if you've been with me for a while, you know exactly what I'm going to say here. Books. They give you the opportunity to start conversations about so many big issues without it being personal, and it also has the potential to transition from talking about characters and things outside ourselves to talking about those issues and hot topics in a much more personal context. Now, if that's something you're interested in exploring, I urge you to check out my Meaningful Mentor book database. There's a link to it in the show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP120. 
Now, this is not making your kids read a book for an assignment. This is meeting your kids where they are with what they're reading or with what they're interested in and joining them and walking alongside them in the things that they're already doing or in the things that they they love. And no, you're not going to get it perfectly all the time, maybe not any of the time, But the point is in trying to make that connection, in keeping the doors open, in building the bridge and inviting your team to walk across it on their own time and on their own terms. Okay, sweet friends, the pandemic has taken a toll on all of us. And first, we need to make sure that we are taking care of our own emotional needs in whatever way necessary. This is not only helping us, but it is modeling that we value our own health to our teens. And second, we need to initiate important conversations with our kids and check in on them. If this seems hard, it is. And if you need help, remember the Meaningful Mentor database and all the accompanying resources that go along with it can truly help. So again, you can find that in the show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP120. And I would also love for you to become one of my people by joining my email community. I share things in my weekly emails that I don't share anywhere else that have to do with our teens and connecting with them and, and the best ways to do that. Okay, friends, thank you again for hanging out with me. I hope that this has encouraged you and supported you in some way. And if it has, I would love to hear from you about it. You can find me on Facebook or on Instagram, and I would love for you to share what has been most helpful about this episode there. Okay, from an ish girl who is holding on for dear life until I can go to a live in-person musical event or concert, I am so grateful to be in the middle of it together. (laughs) 